Hi, I'm Dave Jackson. Welcome to another JPR Live session where we get to know musicians we're digging and hear exclusive performances from the JPR Steve Nelson Performance Studio on the campus of Southern Oregon University. Today, joining me are Vivian Leva and Riley Calcagno, who now perform under the moniker Viv and Riley. The new release is Imaginary People. You've likely heard it recently on Open Air. Hey, guys, thanks for coming in today. Thanks so much for having us. Yeah, we're connecting with you on your uh, going uh, south on your West Coast tour, and uh, you've uh, how the show's been going so far. They've been great. Yeah, we started in Seattle and are making our way down um, all the way to L.A. We've been on the road since early September supporting this wow. new record. So, uh, but they've all been really fun. We've been having a good time. Good deal. Uh huh. And I, on my way into the studio today, I heard you guys on Mountain Stage. How how was uh, how was uh, being on Mountain Stage? Was that your first time? Or? Yeah, that was our first time. That was a, an amazing experience. It's such a it's a big production. <laughs> I think we didn't even know what to expect when we walked uh-huh. in there. Yeah. We recorded in Blacksburg, and there was two thousand people there. And the night before, I had forgotten the words to the song. <laughs> that we were performing on the on the air on on mountain stage and and I was just so scared I was going to do it in front of 2000 people but I didn't so that was the biggest win that I, <laughs> good for you and you guys were in some good company on that show too was that? it was yeah it was really cool to be around the hot tuna guys uh-huh. and um, and and Kaya and and the whole gang there but Mick Flannery just put out a new album that we're really liking right now too so a, Mick melted everybody's hearts I think it's, yeah it's he's amazing. got some soul yeah well we appreciate taking time out today to uh, play for us what do you want to start with we're going to start with our only organ-themed uh, number. Uh, it's called Savi Island. This is uh, Viv and Riley in a JPR Live session. Enough time. 
Take a bridge, follow the flood Watch the rivers This is a JPR Live session with Viv and Riley. That was a song, Savi Island. It's from their new album, Imaginary People. I want to get into the new album a little more shortly, but there's a couple of uh, tunes on there that, that reference some places, that one being one and the other, uh, Kiger's Island, or not Kiger's Island, Kiger's Hill. Um, what do those uh, locations mean to you guys? Well, Savi Island is a, an island kind of off of uh, near Portland, Oregon. It's about like 45 minutes away from there. And um, uh, we were living in Portland for a couple of years. I went to school there and um, was finishing up during the, the pandemic and um, the wildfires and some just some crazy times. And um, when we moved east after I graduated, we just were looking back on our time in Portland and um, the wonderful friends we had and to the Savi Island kind of was the place that we kept returning to in our minds of just kind of the the peace and beauty that we found amidst um, kind of some of the harder moments in, in that um, time. And then Kiger's Hill is one that I wrote about visiting my um, childhood home uh, outside of Lexington, Virginia, and um, just just the feeling of, you know, returning to the, the house that you grew up in and seeing the kind of relics of your childhood and um, I don't know, maybe seeing your your parents in slightly new light with more appreciation and a little nostalgia and just realizing that, you know, it's a beautiful thing to visit, but it's kind of sad that, you know, a place that once was so deeply your home is now kind of only partially um, your home. So that's what Kiger's Hill is about. So Riley, you originally from the Pacific Northwest, is that right? That's right. I'm from Seattle. Seattle, from Seattle specifically. Okay. What was growing up like uh, for you? I was, it was good. Um, uh, you know, I, it's a, a funny thing because I play old time Appalachian string band music, uh, and I grew up playing that music, uh, but in Seattle, not in Appalachia where Viv's from. Um, <laughs> I would go to square dances, uh, growing up and, uh, went to a lot of fiddlers conventions, but it was all on the West coast. And, um, yeah, there's a sweet scene of acoustic musicians, uh, on the West Coast, um, as I start getting down this way, I think of 
the fiddle camps that I grew up going to uh, with like the Claridges and uh, Tristan Tashina Claridge. And I don't know, it's uh, there's a lot of amazing musicians and free spirits around these on the West Coast. We just had uh, Tristan Claridge in here along with uh, Hanukkah Castle with, oh, yeah. uh, just a few weeks ago. Yeah. Oh, sweet. Yeah. Um, and uh, Viv, you have a, you came from a musical family, is that? I did, yes. Both my parents are great musicians and they played in some variety of old time string bands and then also were in a, a duo together and they wrote a lot of music. Um, so my, they're both songwriters. My dad mainly plays fiddle um, and, you know, guitar. And then my mom plays guitar and sings. And so they were doing that a lot when I was young and, uh, yeah. So I, I was definitely brought up in it, um, uh-huh. through them. <laughs> and then uh, you guys have an origin story that kind of begins with, and forgive me this one time at band camp. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> do, do you, do you want to uh, tell us about that? Yeah. Well, uh, I had discovered Viv's parents' music on my dad's laptop, uh, in high school because he, he and my mom were fans of, of their music in the 90s. I became super obsessed with it. It was very, very, very influential. I mentioned I grew up around old time music and it was kind of always just kind of felt like part of me, but it didn't necessarily always feel like my music in terms of like resonating like the indie rock I was listening to. Um, and when I listened to her parents' music, it really struck a chord with me. So uh, she and her mom were at a at, uh, a festival called Voice Works up in Port Townsend, Washington, and um, they were playing and teaching. And I was there. I, I was. I went to their concert set and listened to them sing, and it was just so beautiful. And I, I grew up playing in uh, an old time band, and uh, now it's an old time band called the Onlys with my three oldest friends. We were uh, we started when we were seven, but we're old friends. Um, and uh, the the three of us and and Viv sp- uh, spent all night jamming. We played played tunes till dawn and uh she later joined the, that band so it was kind of this beautiful collaboration that uh that came out of just being being born into traditional music uh, and growing up in that scene that we all shared yeah so viv you grew up in the south and then you went to school in portland was it after you guys met or was that it was yeah, yeah. i i started i grew up in virginia and started school in the southeast and then um we actually both ended up taking a semester off of school to go on a, a tour in rural Canada, a house concert tour that um, we got asked to do. And we had 24 hours to decide and ask our parents to um, briefly leave college, which they were um, hesitant about, but we did it. And then <laughs> a after- lot of great rock and roll and, and music stories start like that. But continue. <laughs> Um, and then, so after that tour, I, I just decided I didn't want to go back to where I was going to school. So I transferred to Portland to Lewis and Clark and, um, finished school there. So it did two and a half years, um, there. Yeah. yeah. And then you guys moved back then to it's Durham, right? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. We live in Durham, North Carolina now. Well, how about another song? What do you want to play? Yeah. This one is, uh, it's a bit of a apocalyptic, uh, song uh about uh the billionaires and uh space mining and the music economy and it's called is it all over oh boy will my lungs give out will the western drought be the last of water all but the swimming pool on the Vegas Strip by the Eiffel Tower. 
And when they run out of names for hurricanes, will they start over? And will the Arctic have a baseball park and a field of clover? Ooh, is it all over? Do you think they'll ship us off to the mines on Mars and make us work there? If they do, will the towns have bars and amusement stars and a Warby Parker? If there's bars in the mining towns, the bands fly up to play for the rovers. Will it be a door deal or a guarantee? Or tips and exposure Ooh, Is it all over? Ooh, is it all over? Yes, sir, I can't wait to mine for lithium in the name of prime. Yes, ma'am, if I get enough, then I'll come back and I'll make you mine. Ooh, is it all over? Ooh, is it all over? humor that is is it all over the duo viv and riley is my guest today in a jpr live session you can find more about them at their website vivandriley.com and you can find them on the socials at uh, viv and riley facebook instagram and threads all three of those so um i really like that line and i i had written this down hoping you guys were going to play this is it yes sir i can't wait to mine for lithium in the name of prime. <laughs> Just, <laughs> yeah. Well, tell us a little more about that song. I mean, like we were talking about, I grew up in Seattle and, um, just as throughout my life, uh, Amazon has just taken over the city and made it this trans really transformed it, um, uh, into this kind of shiny, uh, shiny realm that contrasts with the, you know, the inequality that leaves so many people on the streets. And, um, you know, that song is about climate change and, and a lot more than that. But, um, I think that I couldn't resist a jab at Amazon. Uh, and you know, thank God Jeff Bezos is uh, fleeing to Miami. <laughs> <laughs> well, so on your, uh, previous records, they tended more towards uh, kind of traditional Americana with kind of a country edge to them and on imaginary people, you have a fuller sound at some other instruments. What brought about that change? Was it a conscious decision? Was it just something you guys were messing around with? Was it a- yeah, I think it was, it just kind of happened naturally, um, over the, like when, when we start writing again, we didn't write much during the pandemic, but after that, when we moved to Durham, uh, I think we just started writing songs that, um, were 
I don't know. We played. Riley got an electric guitar. He was. We were writing a lot with that. I got a drum set. We were kind of doing. We. You, we you were have in, a. You have a background as a drummer, don't you? Is that no? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I enjoy doing it okay. for fun, but I wouldn't. Now you do. I wouldn't say I have a background yeah. as a drummer. No, but I do own a, a, a drum kit, and we play sometimes at home. Yeah. Uh, but I think we just were having fun experimenting with kind of new instruments in our in our house. And um, we were writing songs that we didn't really realize were different until we went to record or started thinking about recording. And we're um, realizing that the songs kind of called for maybe a different um, perspective and different production choices than what we have leaned towards in the past. So we wanted to ask someone to work with us who had um, more experience in other genres of music and with other kinds of um, instruments and uh, just, yeah, a, a different production perspective. And um, that worked out really well for us because I, I do think that the songs um, unintentionally, you know, just are, um, I don't know, call, yeah, call for a, a slightly more expanded uh, production and experimentation. And the main thing is we just wanted to have a lot of fun, um, with this, this new record and not worry about, um, doing, you know, just kind of keeping things really in a, in a, any kind of box. We just wanted to like say yes to trying new sounds and, um, yeah. <laughs> and you worked with some of the group crew from his golden messenger and he's well represented in our CD library as well. Mm -hmm. Um, to tell us how, uh, that helps steer your sound and getting it recorded. Yeah. The producer of, uh, of the new record is, uh, Alex Bingham, who's the bass player in his golden messenger. Um, he also plays bass on the record. He plays huh. bass on the record. Um, and, uh, it, it was, we, we found Al through, through Viv's childhood friend, Sam, Frybush, who plays keys in his, um, and uh, we had never met him before when we asked him to produce our record, uh, but we liked the sound of things that he had produced. And um, from our first phone call, he just had a really enthusiastic, supportive presence that it just helped us be feel free to 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 go there, you know, uh, to go there creatively. And I think any time that you're uh, being creative is like, it's not an easy thing. Um, it's like, sometimes it comes, sometimes there's a drought and when it comes, you just, you don't want to tamp it down because you feel like you should be doing something else. Um, so I think that's what we tried to do is just follow where we were at. And to Al's credit, it's not always easy to be creative or trust, you know, in someone you don't know at all. And, um, he is, he just is a very, he's a great musician and also is a very caring and thoughtful person. And, um, he's, he's now one of our best friends. So it was a really good choice. Um, we just lucked out, I think with that random phone call to, well, to him. And he just put out a new record. Um, yeah, that we're playing that one too. It's oh a, yeah. Yeah. Sweet. It's called, uh, good grief. Good grief. Yeah. Was, Under his name, magic Al. Yeah. Fantastic record. Yeah. Well, Vivian Leva and Riley Calcagno, also known as Viv and Riley, are my guests in this JPR live session. What do you want to wrap up with today? I'm going to play you all the title track off the new record. It's called Imaginary People. I know taking chances, stealing glances, making bets. Shoulders and a strong head. Who I was and who I am and who I want to be. 
Vivian Riley with the title track to their new record, Imaginary People, in a JPR live session. You can find them as Vivian Riley on social media and check out their website, vivianriley.com. Thanks so much for joining us today. It was a pleasure. Thank you so much for having us. That's yes. a treat. Thank you. JPR live sessions are produced by John Griffin of Luna Zen Studios. Find this and our other live sessions at ijpr.org. Our podcasts are at Spotify and Apple Podcasts, and you can follow us at Jefferson Public Radio on Instagram and JPR Music on Facebook. I'm Dave Jackson. Thanks again to Vivian Riley. Stick around for more open air in just a moment.